so this podcast is kind of about mm, kindness. About kindness. It's about kindness. And love. <laughs> and things that people have done to to be kind to us. And a little bit of what we've done to be kind to others. Yeah. So. And we what we hope out of this is that it kind of just brightens your day a little bit and like kind of reminds you to have an attitude of gratitude and yeah. to also be kind. Yeah, and, and receive kindness. And go it's out important. looking for it. Like go out yeah. and try to find it and try to give because man, yeah, make someone's day. You could make someone's life. You, you certainly make their day. Change someone's life. Yeah. So, have a listen. You're listening to Fit and Hippie with Dory and Lori. The show is about um, the show that covers mm, the show that gets into exactly. <laughs> hey, Lori. Hey, Dory. We're here again. We are. And I'm going to have lots of energy today. <laughs> I hope. Five day. This is my the last end day. of your five day water yes. fast. I made it. I struggled so much on my last one because I don't think my body was ready after yeah, cancer. I agree. But this time I sailed through it. In fact, Jeff even looked at me on day three and he goes, you never even complain when you're on a water fast. Yeah, like, we went on a big walk on day three up yeah. that huge hill and everything. And I can hardly get out of bed on day three. That yeah, I'm on a water and fast. I just felt oh good gosh. the whole time. There was one moment, like it was later in the afternoon where I was kind of like tired and I snapped back out it and the, my worst night actually was last night i don't know what it is hmm. so when you do a water fast a lot of times in the at night your body releases adrenaline man it was pumping last night because i could oh. not sleep i i woke up i went to bed at 9 30 i woke up at 10 15 again at 11 40 12 15 one something two something wow. three Ew. and finally at 4 20 i'm like screw it i'm up I'm yeah, out of that's here. why you look a little tired today. Maybe that's why. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I was it like, might be oh, all the yeah, sex I'm day having, fast. but. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly, let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> well, you know, after we had Casey on, I kind that was of so good. We're yeah. gonna have Casey back again. Too. We got to because boy, she got me all riled up to try new things. <laughs> That was a great, that was awesome. Anyways. Whether it's before or after this, you got to listen to Casey's interview. So, okay, well, we're going to talk about, we thought this would be kind of fun because uh, Sean and I were kind of reminiscing on some of these kindnesses of strangers in our life. And then you and I were talking about that also. Yeah. And I think it's nice to hear the stories of what people do and remember that we can be that stranger too. I think most people, um, not only appreciate kindness, but I think that most everybody has kindness in them. Yeah. And even if they don't recognize that they're doing a kind act, um, I think they all do. We all do. And we need to we need to recognize that. And when we see it in somebody else, we need to be grateful yeah. and Some, thankful and yes. try to spread that around, you know? like. Yeah. And sometimes a kind thing that you do for someone can change their life. Oh, uh, This is absolutely. one thing that I remember. There was a time in my life where I literally had no money and I remember going to the grocery store was just would stress me out we had five little kids my husband owned a business but he wasn't paying himself a salary because we were having some trouble he was paying everybody else and we went for quite a while without any money wow and uh I would go to the grocery store and walk down the aisle stress about what I was gonna buy 
And one time I was in the grocery store going through the checkout and somebody paid for my groceries. And it wasn't Did a lot. Know? I didn't have a lot. No. They didn't know you. They nope. just had this feeling. No. Probably it was somebody just... behind me that just decided that they wanted to pay for my groceries. And I just wanted to cry. And I, later on in my life, I was at that same grocery store and there was a lady in front of me who had groceries and not enough money. So she was starting to put stuff back like, you know, okay, I won't get this, I'll get this. And I just said, hey, wait, put that on mine because I'll pay for that. I mean, it was so nice to be able to mm. pay it back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That she, I had somebody do that for me and then I was able to do that for someone else and she just couldn't believe it. She was, she was like, what? What are you, why are you doing that? Yeah. And I explained to her, hey, I've been in this situation where I couldn't hardly get anything. And somebody was kind enough to pay for those that groceries so for precious. me. So those kinds of things are That's huge. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're just struggling penny by penny yeah. and somebody just is generous to you. And I just need to be thinking of that more, you know, as I go along in my day, wherever I am. But. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be around holidays. I think we think of giving no, uh-uh. around this wasn't holidays, holidays at all. You know, yeah. So, yeah. And those times are very stressful if you don't have any money because no. you want to be able to bless your kids or whatever, and you can't do that if you don't have the money, and that's that can be excruciating. Yeah, no kidding, especially so, with little kids. Yeah, I was always grateful that my my parents and my husband's parents then were generous to my kids, so that they got stuff from them even if we could only afford something really little. It's all good. Well, so um, go ahead and start with one besides that one. Okay. Was that one on your list or you were just kind of... No, that wasn't on my list. It just came to my mind. So I figured once we started talking, more things would come to our mind. Well, you you already said you have something. I do. I have a few on here. One thing that I thought (laughs) was so cool is that Sean and I were filming out in nowhere, South Dakota. And it was... Yeah, off the radar. There was not even cell reception or anything. So when we got there, we had to get on some Wi-Fi to figure out how to get out of there. And we figured out, okay, this is how we need, this is how we came in. We need to go out this way and we need to get gas on the way out. So in the process of our packing up our gear and talking to people and all that, we just headed out of town forgot to get gas and oh, took geez. a long turn. We didn't turn where we were supposed to. <laughs> so we were out in the middle of nowhere. We didn't know we couldn't get our GPS to work. And oh, we were geez. like on empty. So the more we drove, it was like, oh my gosh, we're going to, what the heck? You're we're in the, in the middle n- of stinking nowhere. You didn't see any cars We were going to run out of gas. None. Barely. And then we were like, well, do we pull over off the side of the road and try to flag somebody down? Because we're going to run out of gas. Uh. So we, we come up to a ranch. There's a ranch on the left side. We're driving up. And I'm like, well, there's a ranch. Sometimes they have gas. Yeah. And so it was a pretty big ranch. So we drove into their driveway. <laughs> I mean, how stupid do you feel? <laughs> so we drove into their driveway and knocked on their... It was like their back door, their sliding glass uh-uh. door. <laughs> this is like, okay. So Sean goes up and he knocks on the door. And he says, hey... We got lost. We're in the middle of, you know, they know where they are. Yeah. And we are almost out of gas. Can we pay you for some gas just so that we can get where we need to be so we can get 
more gas. We just need a little bit to get us by. And, and some by directions. Way, and by the way, can you tell me where we're to go? How to get the hell out of yeah. this like Bermuda Triangle of the desert? <laughs> and she was so kind. And they Aww. actually had a huge gas tank. They must fill up their vehicles and all that. So she gave us some gas, wouldn't let us pay Aww. for it. And told us, you know, where we were and which way to go and sent us on our way. And I just, I will never forget that. Because people like that in the in the middle of nowhere that live there, I'm sure that they understand that, that those kinds of things can happen. But they don't have to be nice. No. And I wonder how she, many times that has happened to them if that, or if you were the first one. Or, I don't know. Or if they just keep gas around for the random people that take a well, wrong turn and end up at their ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I know they have like tractors and things you know yeah. that's well, vehicles that they have but, to fill up but i'm thinking but yeah yeah here we'll be the gas station but she could have taken i mean because we yeah. offered her like 20 bucks for a couple gallons yeah just because we needed we just need to get home yeah the heck out and she was like no 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 uh-uh just what a sweet on your way yeah so i even took a picture of the name of the ranch i don't remember it now but in the middle of south dakota thank you if you are listening, no, no kidding. <laughs> like that is that was pretty freaking amazing, and we drove out of there just thinking, "Wow." I mean, what would we have done? I don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, yeah. you could have ended up spending the night in your car and never seeing another car for. Oh yeah, uh, you know for sure. Well, speaking of being out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> so uh, when my children were little. My husband and I at the time moved to Bakersfield, California from Lancaster, which is where I grew up. And um, in the transition, so this is about, um, it's about an 80 mile drive between Lancaster and Bakersfield, maybe 100, somewhere around there, 80 to 100 mile drive. So in the transition of us transferring over to where I would just work there, I was still driving back to Lancaster two or three times a week. Wow. And I would bring my, um, my daughter at the time, cause my son was in school. So I would do, he was just in, um, in first grade. So he was in school all day. So I would come to Lancaster with Brittany and I'd drive the back road so I didn't have to be on the freeway yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And it was just faster. So how old was she? She was like, maybe 18 months yeah pretty little yeah she was little and so um yeah she was not not even two yet because we moved there when shortly after she turned one okay so um and so i would drive the back roads also because where i lived where i grew up in lancaster my dad was still there and he would babysit her while i would go and train people at the gym and then come back and pick her up and go home so one day, and this was in December, it was around Christmas time. Now, mind you, we're in the Mojave Desert, so it's not super cold, right? It's still, <laughs> thank God, it's still kind of warm here. <laughs> but you know, we have cold days and stuff, and every now and again it would snow, but that was rare. So I'm driving the the road, and I'm serious when I'm saying there's more than fifty to sixty miles of you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, desert. And really. if yeah, it, exactly yeah. like tumbleweeds, you know, mm-hmm. Joshua trees, <laughs> and a one way highway, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm driving down the same road as I always do, and my car breaks down, literally in the middle of nowhere. I'm probably about thirty miles from my dad's with house with your baby, with my baby, Gosh. and we have coyotes out there. And so my thought is, I could walk 30 miles, but oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And, you know, walking down that highway in the desert. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. So I had to. I had to get out of the car. So I have my baby and I'm carrying her on my hip and I'm walking down the road. And the next thing you know, I see this big trucker coming my way from, you know, same direction as I was going. 
and he pulled over and he had a big Christmas wreath on the front of his truck. So it, what, it was a trucker like a like a, for, big, a semi. Okay, he was carrying okay. a load. And so <laughs> I was like, oh no, you know, and he, he gets out of the truck. <laughs> and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, my car broke down. And he's like, well, can I give you a ride? And I'm like, I'm stuck. Like, yeah. what do I say? No, I'm good, dude, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. You know, oh so gosh. I'm like, that would be great, you know, and it, I, it was hard to tell, you know, if he was a nice guy or not. I mean, he seemed nice enough. But the weird thing was I couldn't get in on the passenger side. I had to crawl in through his driver's side. Why? Because he had like a, a cooler that sat on the passenger side. So I had to sit right <laughs> oh next to him gosh. holding Brittany and I'm sitting right next to the guy. <laughs> And I'm just like, yeah, that's kind of weird. This could huh? turn out really, really yeah, bad. Yeah. Like, I have no out. Yeah, I have no out. And you, you're so vulnerable with your child. So vulnerable, I'm, you know. Yeah, even without my child, yeah. I was vulnerable. But I mean, that I don't know. Yeah, that was even worse. Yeah. And so I was just so nervous. And then I start looking around the cab, and he's got pictures of kids and his wife oh. and and stuff. And he starts telling him how he's like not going to be able to be home for Christmas mm. and. Just talking about his children and stuff. And he drove me all the way to my dad's, just to the street where we did, because our street was a dirt road, and he couldn't take the big semi down yeah, there because he would have yeah. never been able to turn around. Oh, and I was nice. able to walk. And he was the nicest guy, and I think his name was Randy. Oh. If I remember, he had red hair. Red hair Randy. <laughs> his beard. And so, yeah, that stuff was... stuff like that could turn it, out bad. That but, could have turned out bad, but, you yeah, know, how kind of him to go... And he, and he kind of had to go out of his way because he would have stayed on that highway. And when we got to my... Where we returned, he had to go a, at least 15 miles out of his way to drop me off. Yeah. And then turn around and go that 15 great. miles back out yeah, of the way. Yeah, I love that. So that, yep. was a, that was a good story that um, turned in, you know... A, a nice kind tale. Yeah, and all you know, the, most of the stories that I've thought about, you know, are road trip kind of stories. Yeah. So another one, we were traveling from uh, South Dakota to Denver, Colorado. It's about a five, six hour drive, and we got a flat tire, and so we pull over on the highway. We are like yards from an exit, though. I mean, it just couldn't have happened in a better place. Right. So we pulled over. Sean's like, oh, great. We got to change the tire. We had his daughter in the car with us, too. And the tire was, our our spare was flat. Oh, jeez. So we like, couldn't change it into the spare. Who doesn't check their spare when they're going on a trip? Uh, Come on. I guess sometimes we just take advantage that we it's going to be all right. We don't know. We I mean, don't. I don't Nobody ever does. think to check the spare. I, you just assume it's okay. So the spare was flat, the tire was flat, so we kind of slowly just kind of limped up to the up to the top of the exit and there was a gas station there. So we pulled over there and we're like, okay, it was the middle of the summer, it was really hot. Well, what are we gonna do now? I mean, we're at a gas station, but there's no repair shop, there's no nothing. So Sean calls up this tire shop that, I think the guy in the gas station said there's a tire shop somewhere over here. And it was kind of a smaller town in Colorado. And the guy said, well, I'm just booked. I'm busy. And he says, well, he told him our story. We're, you know, on our way to Denver and our tire blew out and our flat, our spare is flat and we're not sure what to do. And he says, well, just a minute. So then he gets back on. He says, I'll come and get you. Oh, so the guy from the tire place comes and picks up Sean, takes him back to the tire place, gets a tire and makes sure that we have a spare 
I think they found like an old tire or something just to throw in for a spare and then drove him back to the car again and helped him change and put the tire on, even though he was full. Completely busy. And that had to take some time. Well, and to to do all that, and then he wouldn't take any pay for it, for the the service of going, picking us up and all that. Yeah. Which is so unusual. I'm surprised by that because it sounds like, you know, at first he's like, I can't come and do this because I'm too busy. Then he does it and he doesn't even charge like for the tires either. It could be that he, whether it was the same guy we talked on. Oh yeah. He charged for the tires. Okay. Yeah. He charged for the tire that we got, but he didn't charge for his time. Right. And maybe he had somebody else come and get us. Maybe it wasn't the same guy we talked to on the phone. I don't know. But, or it was, and he got somebody to kind of right. take over his either job. Way. I don't know. But either way, he went out of his way That's to help crazy. us. And that, that too, is like what we have done. Just sat there. I mean, and I, I don't think that we tires. had, I'm not sure if we had towing insurance at that time or not. We were going down for, we had to meet somebody at a specific time. And we had, to, you know, there's all that stuff that you plan that when, you know, a wrench gets thrown into that, it makes it really tough. Doesn't so that was very nice. It doesn't matter when somebody comes and helps you, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Because now that's the story. The right. The story isn't what right. you needed to be at. Right. The story is the kindness of this person that right. came to rescue you. Right. And you know? I'm just thankful we didn't have to stay the night there or, you Seriously. know, something like that. So we were still late to where we needed to be, but it worked out okay. It was all good. And then another one I was thinking is just recently, this last summer we were on our way, we called the Bermuda Triangle in Wyoming because it is three times. I've lived there. Three cars. I know. We have had breakdown in this certain area of Wyoming in Where the middle of stinking nowhere. Do you remember? By Green River, Rock oh, Springs. Yep, yep. Rock Springs is Rock hell. Springs is like, I don't and, know. And Green River is beautiful, like if you ever go there. And Rock Springs is like the, okay, I'm not going to say anything because if there's people from Rock Springs listening to me, but... <laughs> Well, I wouldn't want to live in Rock Springs. I don't but, know why. But that area, I'm telling you. It's like the first time that we drove here for an interview in our little Jeep at the time, our drivetrain went out in Rock Springs. <laughs> so, and this was right before Thanksgiving. They were all, I mean, full and couldn't, finally the guy said, okay, let's put it up. And because I just wouldn't give up. I'm just like, we have got, we, we have nothing else to do. This is our only car. And so yeah, just right. sweet talked him or whatever. The next time we went through, I'm just going to say this because it's all part of that, all the breakdowns. But the next time we went through that area um, last January, we got in a terrible accident. Yeah, going through the tunnel. Yeah, we, we went call through it the, the tunnel ice tunnel in Green River yep. and slammed against the sides of the wall. And there was a semi sliding behind us because the whole thing was ice. And everybody coming through that tunnel after us was also sliding. It was scary. It was terrible. And it was in January. It was so cold. And we ended up having to stay in a hotel that time and had to have somebody tow us. And it was uh, horrible. And that was a brand new Jeep. Yep. And that was a brand new Jeep. (laughs) Thank God we were in the big Jeep, though, because I think if we were in anything smaller, I don't think we would have made it through that tunnel. I I don't think we would have. Yeah, that 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 tunnel is supposed to be, they they usually heat it. Yep. And when the heat doesn't go out, I mean, that's when you're talking about that, that's where a majority of accidents happen through that tunnel. And that highway, that I 80, there's so many semi wrecks. And they don't slow down during the wintertime. No. So you're right. It is like a big Bermuda Triangle there. It was terrible. And then this last summer, we went through again. And we just happened to pull into this truck stop to go to the restroom. And the car wouldn't start. It wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, oh, you turn it on yeah. and it was like, what's going on here? It's, it's, nothing's happening. And 
Sean and I know nothing about cars. So we just put the hood up and I'm just praying, God, please send us an angel. Because <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We don't know anything. And we're just like, oh, great. And we had my daughter, Lydia, with us in the car also. And this guy comes out of the the little convenience store area and he stops right at the doors. Kind of a big guy, beard, got yeah. long hair. And and he he looks our way and... He must be trying to make a decision. Yeah. Do I help and him then or he, do yeah. I not? Then he walks towards us and he's like, hey, what's going on? And we're like, we don't know. We don't know anything about cars. And he gets into our engine and figures out we have this belt that's shredded. And oh, he yeah. said, good thing that you stopped now because this could have wrecked your whole engine. If oh, that my belt would have gone through your engine. And so he helped get the shreds out and all that kind of stuff walked Sean over to a mechanic. So there was a convenience store and next to that was a big mechanic shop. Well, that's a so blessing. In that area, they probably yeah. are really busy. <laughs> probably happens a lot. <laughs> and a lot of truckers are there. Yes. So they, I think they work on a lot of trucks too. So he took us, he took Sean over there and told the mechanic exactly what they needed to do and got a price quote and then told us we need to let the car cool off for about an hour, then just carefully drive it just right over to that garage and then they were gonna have everything taken care of. And they knew the guy and the uh. guy said, you know, I wasn't even gonna come here today. And oh. and he said, and he said, I even debated helping you, but I knew that I had to help you. And we were just- Wow, <sighs> he was there on purpose. Yeah. And didn't even know it. Yep. And we were able to get out of there without hardly any problem again avoiding a huge disaster in the middle of nowhere and that belt could have gone out uh, in the middle of you know wyoming right there where there's yes. nothing but and instead car. yeah holy yeah. crap and the drivetrain and the first time <clears throat> when we took it to the mechanic he said i've never seen a drivetrain go out and not totally wreck a car this is the least damage yeah. i've ever seen when a drivetrain goes out that's great so we have just oh i'm what just so that? grateful that was our first our little golden jeep liberty do you remember um, that one yeah yeah and then the blue jeep liberty is the other one but i just every time we go through that area yeah. like just after I, Christmas, we came through again yeah. in January. We get to that tunnel. I'm like, okay, this okay, is therapy. This yeah. is therapy. Go slow. Get back on the horse. Okay, I think so. the real story is you got to stop driving Jeeps through there. <laughs> Those seem to be the, two, the things that break, break oh, down at the Bermuda Triangle. It's just like terrible. Yeah. All right. Where's our wine bottle? Oh, I put it over there. Damn it. Oopsie. Oopsie, oopsie. That is a Costco brand or it's something, a, isn't it? Well, it is because um, because you can buy it at Costco, but it is still a Rio, a Rioja. 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 It's spelled R-I-O-J-A. So Rioja. Rioja? Yes. Rioja. It is. <laughs> this is a Kirkland signature Rioja. <laughs> Reserva is an elegant wine made from 100% tempera, uh, Tempranillo grapes grown in the region of 
Roja. It's Roja. Oh, it's a region. Okay. Yes. And I'm sorry, it is Roja. Okay. Aged 36 months in American and French oak barrels prior to release, this ruby-colored wine has intense spicy aromas with it a is hint spicy. of licorice. Yeah. Mm, licorice. Mm. Oh, vanilla flavors on the palate leaves a pleasant, lingering, well-balanced finish. And it is a product of yeah, I Spain. Guess I, can I kind um, of like, actually, Dory reading the label because it makes you think about what you're tasting yeah so when you read that okay i can taste the vanilla and i can actually taste the licorice which i never really paid attention to before until you said that yeah and you know it's interesting and maybe because we've had this bottle open for a little while like Mm -hmm. we opened it when i first got here about an hour and a half ago it does change and we Mm -hmm. and we yeah, we opened it, we poured it, and we sipped it. It was like, yeah, okay. And then we had a little bit with dinner. But now, now it's that it's really sat good. here, mm-hmm. it's much better. better. Yeah. And those it's notes are really the vanilla and the licorice and the spiciness. Yeah. I can really taste. This so is a, this is a good one. How, you got it at Costco? You can get these at Costco, and I think they're about nine bucks at Costco. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, I like it. It's and, a good wine. Yeah. And, it, and, and even though it says it's a, a product of Spain, it was imported... Um, into Napa, so it comes from Napa, oh, okay. and yet it is still a product of Spain. But okay. yeah, it's a good steak. You yeah. guys had the steak, and you said it was yeah, really good. It's, it was it is very a deep good red, with steak. And but it, I could mm. I could drink this without steak too. It's not so powerful that no. you have to drink it or eat it. What do you? What am I saying? You have to drink it with something <laughs> that you eat. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not too heavy. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. It's a good one. It's a good one. CLX. <laughs> See you next time. See you next time. I think I had too much. No. Say it. Say it next t- t- time. Jeez. Oh my God. So those are a couple really cool things that happened where people went out of their way to help us. I love kindness stories. Made our life just so much better, especially since we're so ignorant. Yeah, we, well, we I can mean, be we can become oblivious to what's going on around us, and we can just have blinders on and doing our same thing, different day, mm-hmm. and not even notice, you know, a, a person smiling at you. Yeah, and that's yeah. kindness. That's right. just giving a smile. Yeah, that's not hard at all. Yep. You know? Somebody's seen you're down, put their arm around yeah. you, or are you okay? I mean, that yeah. makes a big difference. Well, you know, when I was going through my cancer, the cancers, yeah. um, I had so many people that, you know, they were, what can I do? And, you know, and, and you know, oh, we're so sorry. And how can I help you and stuff? Mm-hmm. And the truth is nobody can really do anything yeah. when you're in that yeah. that state, you know. Right. It's, it's all about the healing and stuff, right? Yeah. And so um, I posted on there that um you know i wasn't going to be wearing a wig so (laughs) if somebody really loved me and knew who i was and knew you know even if they didn't but you know there's a lot of people that i know that knew me really well and said send me something that you think is like reminds you reminds you of me (laughs) so i got a plethora of scarves and hats a box almost every day almost every day from around the world yeah of people i mean all the way from india yeah you know and places like that spain and um you know all over the united states yeah of people that i those are the people that love you everywhere well and it was so great because i got some really 
outrageous things like my one friend um from wyoming brought me this big beaver hat and it's just like <laughs> super <laughs> elegant you know like you'd think of somebody with their big fur coat and stuff wearing <laughs> and um and then i had uh, a one friend that she was one of my tour directors in holland america she wore hats all the time and she had this really beautiful hat that she said it was a purple hat and she's like i think you need to wear this and it was her favorite hat and she Aww. gave it to me i had that many times people Aww. that would also give me things that were their favorites yeah that's but, um, just awesome yeah so that was that was just so great and then i had friends that would come from out of state to visit yeah yep. like i had people from new york california wyoming mm-hmm all over the place yep. coming to visit and when I was at my not not at my best yeah and yeah, I remember that, that was it was really hard almost to accept kindness that's yeah. the other thing when people yeah. do an act of yeah. kindness sometimes we need to let settle back and allow that to happen yeah. we need to take our blinders off and see and allow yeah. people to yeah. do that that's that, how the world yes you know generates right. and how we, we need to receive and when we give we want people to receive yes so we need to learn how to receive so that right. those who are giving to you it can be right a blessing for them and a blessing for you and i remember too when mark was so sick that people would bring us food and i had friends i mean it was an amazing group of people that just gathered around us mm-hmm. and just did so many wonderful things mm-hmm. for us and even after he died that they just still carried me you know yeah. and it it chokes me up to think about it and even those same friends when we were going through such a hard time when we weren't getting paid anything they would get a box of food and everybody yep. gather and put something in there and give it to us and it helped us make it through that really rough time that is so great. and those people i mean if any of you are listening i it's funny how it still affects me. After how many years? Yeah, he's been gone mm, over 10 years. Yeah, and it, it yeah. will forever because I know. that kindness hits you in the heart. Yeah. It's not, you're not crying tears yeah. of sadness. No, I just no, this overwhelmed is... by people's love. And if you are one of those people, I am forever grateful. If you're listening well so, sometimes Lori, the hardest thing is to accept kindness without strings attached oh, because yeah. i know i've or, or without feeling like you have to give back mm. and that's my personality like mm-hmm. if you give yeah. me something like it's like oh no i need to give you something even if it's a yeah. compliment oh yeah. dory you look pretty today oh thank you oh but yeah. your hair looks so good <laughs> you know instead of a simple thank you yeah. Yeah. and so one thing that I learned through my journey with cancer, and you could say your journey mm. with Mark's cancer, is it puts you in a position where you have to, in a sense, accept kindness because you can't yeah. try yeah. to go up and above like you have to pay it back. And yeah. then that's when that's when it's magic right. for the right. person that gives yeah. it as well as when you receive yeah. it. That's when it's magic. It's so humbling, but it makes you feel so incredibly loved yes. when that happens to you. Well, yeah. and even when I got sick at first, this is my last one, um, Jeff having me come here, yeah. saying, come home. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't have home. Home yeah. was on the road. Yeah. I didn't have a home. Right. You know, right. I was going to travel forever and, yeah. you know, do odd tourism jobs and go walk Spain again and be crazy yeah, and have, yeah. you know, experiences. And so you needed a he place opened his to home be. to me and 
loved me as he has loved me for 20 some odd years Mm -hmm. and gave me a safe place without expecting me to do anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, gave me a job. You can work if you can. You don't have to if you don't feel good. Yeah, it was the best place you could have been. The best place I could have been. Mm -hmm. For sure. And now (laughs) we're in love. (laughs) Which is so cool because you've come from such an incredible friendship for so many years. And and just recently decided oh, to step recently. into this. It's been, what, maybe a month? And yeah, it's just really beautiful since we to dis- see that. Thank you. Since yeah. we discovered and decided to move forward with this, we say we're doing relationship backwards. You know, <laughs> I don't you know think how, it's backwards. No, well, how, I think like, it's as it should well, be. We were saying, like, you know how people get together and they have the honeymoon and then they <laughs> have the relationship and they're figuring things out and trying to figure out how each person is and what they like and what they don't and Mm -hmm. argue and all blah, 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 and all that. We've done that already. We've done all that. Like we've told each other things in the past that you would never tell somebody you were dating Mm -hmm. at first. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we've done things in the past that you would never like, you know, consider at first when you're meeting somebody because you're trying to be on your best behavior. And so all, and it's, you have to work through all these, these differences and things. We've done all that 22 years. That's how it was with Mark and I, too. We had been friends for a long time. Yeah. So it was... So now yeah. we get to... And this came to me one day. We were doing we were doing Qigong because we do... That's one of our rituals. We do Qigong together. And, and that's came kind to of me like that, the Tai Chi thing. It is, yep. People and and we and it's know. a very spiritual movement. And I, I looked at him and I said, we are on a spiritual journey. <laughs> this is what I get to do the rest of my life. I get to be with this beautiful man yeah. and have a spiritual relationship yeah. that's not trying to figure out who we are anymore. Our physical right. bodies are how we get to express it's all, love. It's emotional. Yes. It's physical. It's spiritual. Yes. It's But we're not here to make yeah. kids. Right. You know, yeah. we don't need to come together to yeah. have a family and yeah. put our seed out in the world. It is a different place in life. It's yeah. done and it's over. And we're both in a place in our lives where we can travel and do things and um Well, and you cared so much for each other for before. So, yes, for so many years. Before this. Just so as friends. You loved each other yeah. as uh, friends could love. And you know? always thought... So. It would yeah. always be that way. Yeah. And people would ask us during this whole thing, why aren't you guys together? It's like, no, we're just friends. Yeah. We're just yeah. friends. Yeah. And then we went to Hawaii. And <laughs> I've traveled with Jeff many, many, many times. <laughs> many times. Yeah. And this yeah. time, yeah. somebody sprinkled magic dust over <laughs> both of us. So keep it shot as arrows. It's like, it's like, well, I, I could say... Part of it, I think I may have manifested myself because I have been praying, as you know, and praying yeah. and praying mm-hmm. that I would find somebody that would treat me mm-hmm. well and just love me. Yeah. And I yeah. don't want to look for anybody because with what I have, I don't yeah. want anybody to take that responsibility. Yeah. I could get sick again, yeah. you know, and, and everybody's going to die. That. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's really hard yeah. to put that responsibility on somebody. Yeah, And so... Jeff's kindness just completely cracked my heart open, <laughs> cracked it open. Love does that. And so <laughs> that for me this year is my ultimate um, kindness. Starting out your new year right. Yes. <laughs> and uh, 2020 is my year finally. Yeah. I've had enough years of blah. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. And I, I love to see you getting spoiled. And it's just beautiful. It's Thank awesome. You. Thank so. you. There's our, our kindness story. So remember, you know what? 
be kind because you could change a life and receive kindness from others. And we may have talked about this before. It kind of sounds familiar, but make sure that you you do let others be kind to you. I think as well one, as being kind to yeah. other people. And just smile. Yeah. Like go out when you walk around, <laughs> smile. Because not only does that give kindness to people, it gives kindness to yourself. When you smile, mm. like look in the, it's true. When you look in yeah. the mirror and you smile, yeah. you can't help but like yeah. feel better. And it's good for your heart. Yeah, for sure. So be good to your heart be and others you. also. Yes. <laughs> now go out and Give someone a smile. Yeah. See you next time. Ciao. Everybody get up. This has been Fit and Hippie with Dory and Lori. Until next time, make good choices. Don't forget to share and subscribe if you like our podcast. And you can find us at fitandhippie.com. That's fit in the letter in hippie. And you can find me, Lori, at mom to the nines, which is mom, the number two, the word the, the number nine, and an s.com. And you can find me, Dory, at dorymadsen.com. That's D-O-R-I madsen.com. You know, Dory the fish. (laughs) Okay. Is that all of it? Yeah, I think so. No, I forgot. Yeah, Damn I it. We got <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> podcast isn't going to take us to get this shit down. People are just going to think that's our sound. <laughs> it's the white noise in the background. The white noise in the background. People are like, People I are... feel so calm and I just want to go yeah, sleep. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Okay, well. Oh, <laughs>